0: Welcome to Musings of an Honest Mom, not just another mom podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the second episode of my podcast. Um, I really appreciate that you're here and that you're willing to listen to my rants and my rambles and everything in between. I really, really, really appreciate it. And so let's get started. Ah, so <laughs> I'm taking, um, a deep breath because a lot of the subjects I choose to speak about or, um, a lot of the things that really matter to me, um, either are not spoken about a lot in the, um, Orthodox Jewish community or, uh, if they are spoken about, um, there's not always so much awareness um about certain subjects, and basically, I kind of feel like a black sheep at times um and I never really put myself out there in my thoughts so um I decided to do this podcast um but to you know be super honest here, um I'm definitely a little bit um nervous about it and i'm just I'm just happy that you're here and listening and um even if I can make a difference to one person that would make me so so happy um okay, so let's get started first of all i want um I want to um, apologize in advance if anything I say you know is um is inaccurate, uh, factually inaccurate. Um, then definitely reach out to me, um, my Instagram or my email. I guess I'll link those um, in the notes. Um, I I'm always you know open for. I'm always open to criticism if it has to do, you know, with if I get any facts wrong um, or anything like that. Feel free to you know, let me know. But if it's, if you disagree with my opinion, you can also, that's totally fine. You can definitely discuss that with me. Um, you know, no two people are exactly the same. Um, but I don't think I'll apologize. I'm not apologizing for my view. Um, this is just what I believe. And, um, you know, this is who I am. This is my truth. And, um, you know, internally, these things really do matter to me. So, today I will be talking about conversion therapy, okay? Um, and I know, so, unfortunately, I don't have a guest here with me. Um, actually, maybe in the future we can do that. Um, and, and you know, I am not, I'm definitely not the perfect person to talk about this because I am um, heterosexual, so um, I'm not the ideal person, but it definitely does, you know, I do, I guess I, I, I do have, um, I am privileged that I can speak about this openly, and, um, that I have, you know, a supportive partner, and, I guess I, I just want to say I'm so so grateful that I'm able to be privileged enough to get to talk about this um but I'm also sad that that there are people out there that can't or that are traumatized and they've suffered um damage from this kind of therapy and so a little backstory um I kind of just thought uh, I had a thought pop into my head today um because I was remembering um Basically, I was at um a meal and I'm leaving some of the details out so I don't offend anyone. I was at a meal and there was this really sweet there was a sweet couple there and um somehow the I think this person had a family member that was gay and then they started um just like mentioning conversion therapy and my husband actually uh just finished his degree in social work um, but of course, I'm oh like, I guess I got fired up, you could say. And so I just kind of interjected and kind of like <laughs> overtook the conversation. I guess I heard um, this guy um, mention something about, he wasn't, he has something about conversion therapy. I think he was just asking about it and he was kind of saying like, oh, is this like a legit thing? Maybe he was just like interested in it. I think that's what it was. But I um, right away just kind of boom like <laughs> i guess i got fired up this happens sometimes even though i'm i guess i'm pretty um i kind of try to stay very neutral and i i don't always speak my mind if i don't think there's a place for it if i don't think it will be helpful um but actually in this sense um like at this point this this couple they were so so sweet and nice and and um they weren't. They were harmless, basically, and they and he wasn't like fighting with me or anything. I just, um, he he just didn't know what it was, and I was kind of saying that's unethical. It's disproven. Doesn't work. Um, it's not a legit kind of therapy, and um, blah blah blah. And um, happens to be that it was Shabbat. Um, so I didn't like pull out my phone. I keep Shabbat, which is Shabbat is like this is is a day of rest. And we um as an Orthodox Jew, I um don't use my phone, I don't use any electronics, I um it's a day of rest and we have certain laws uh that go along with it and um so I didn't like pull out my phone and and, and I wasn't able to um you know kind of quote um different all the different research that has been done on it um so that so that was that um he was just kind of trying to understand why it's not a legit thing and I couldn't really explain it to him but I like technically explained it to him but I know that this is um considered illegal in many states um it's illegal for um, conversion therapy to be done on minors um, in the United States as well as in Israel. Um, it's also referred to as reparative therapy. Um, so anyways, that's the introduction uh, to this episode. I kind of just jumped in right there and rambled, but um, because of that because I had that conversation um, with that guy, um, I kind of realized like this is something. Um this is something that's on my mind, um reparative therapy. Um it's on my mind because of my concern that well-meaning parents um or spiritual, if you go call them guides or whatever, um might view this as a legitimate um form of therapy. Um, or they might want to put their children or minors into this, um, therapy, whether it's done with a therapist or a rabbi or Revitin, which is a female, uh, I guess you would call it the wife of a rabbi in the Orthodox world, although that's changing the um, or I guess your woman, you know, woman rabbi or mentor or whatever you want to call it, um, So I just wanted to put it out there and kind of explain what conversion therapy is. So we'll get into that and if it works, um, which I think I kind of mentioned that it does not and the issues that it causes. And I just wanted to um, say that as an orthodox person, um, as a human being, I just want to say that You know, it's important that we learn about these things. Um, Many parents are not educated on these different kinds of therapies or um, have not really listened to panels um, of different speakers. Like, I I listened to wonderful, actually, uh, my husband and I have heard some wonderful panels by Torah in Motion on, on the LGBTQ community. Uh, as a religious person listen i'm not a rabbi i'm not here uh or reverend i'm not here saying okay um this ev- this is what everyone should you know i'm not here to discuss what somebody's sexual orientation is or to um it's not up for discussion it's it's not I'm not here to say what's okay, what's not okay, um, like what's allowed according to, to halakhic, um standards. You know, there are many, many actual, act, like, actual, uh, like, educated, wonderful rabbis who are very uh, understanding and um, accepting of the LGBTQ community, uh, Orthodox and uh and and there are even Orthodox um, LGBTQ people that um, are you know still part of the Orthodox community. So th- this is not like a halachic speech. Halachic means um, a Jewish law speech. I'm not here to. I'm not a rabbi, and I am not here as a spiritual guide or anything like that. I just I just want to raise awareness, and if I sound um, very intense right now. It's because I find that when I speak about these things or when I discuss these things with people, they say, well, how could you say this? How could you say that? You're not a rabbi, but I'm a human being. And I'm just here to um, give some insight and to shed some light on, on, you know, on this other side of, you know, of, of, I'm just here to shed some light on what you know, I think, and um, yeah, so I'm gonna get started. So, conversion therapy is sometimes referred. This is the definition of uh, conversion therapy. So, it's sometimes referred to as reparative therapy, and it's um, it's some referred to it as quackery or uh, pseudoscience. It's uh, any of several dangerous and discredited practices. Aimed at changing an individual's sexual orientation or gender identity. Okay? Um, We can listen to that again. (laughs) As a straight person, if I had to go to some sort of reparative therapy, (coughs) excuse me, to change my uh, orientation, my sexual orientation, even if you don't, even if it's not physical torture, that would be emotional torture. Um, Also physical torture, probably. Like, it would just kill me. Like, it would physically hurt me. Um, Probably really, I probably feel it in all sorts of ways. So, okay. So, uh, conversion therapists use a variety of shaming, emotionally traumatic, or physically painful stimuli to make their victims associate those stimuli with their LGBTQ identities. Um, According to studies by the UCLA Williams Institute, more than 700,000 LGBTQ people have been subjected to the horrors of conversion therapy, and an estimated 80,000 LGBTQ youth will experience this unprofessional conduct in coming years, often at the insistence of well-intentioned but misinformed parents or caretakers. So, so that's what I want to say. I want to say that there are so many parents that mean well, okay? And they are, they, they really, a lot of parents love their children and they don't want them to go through the pain of this or the stigma of, 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 of what it means to be LGBTQ. Uh, in the world, and they want to take that pain away from them, and they want them to have you know um just a quote unquote regular life and they They just want to kind of shelter them quote unquote um from you know the 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 hardships that they 'll go through um living i would say as their true selves um or these parents maybe think that this is, you know, not their true self and, um, because they're misinformed and they think it comes from other roots. Um, so that's what I want to say. So conversion therapy, um, the next question that people have is, does conversion therapy work? So, no, conversion therapy, it's, it's premised on the false notion that being LGBTQ is a mental illness. So, um, that is the the issue with conversion therapy is that it's part of the false notion that being LGBTQ is a mental illness that should be cured despite all major medical associations' agreement that LGBTQ identities are a nominal variant of human nature. Okay? Um, so, in fact, the American Psych- Psychiatric Association... Determined that homosexuality was not a mental illness in nineteen seventy three okay so um we kind of realized it took us a while, but um they realized in nineteen seventy three that it, that homosexuality was not a mental illness this was not something that this is not a mental problem this is not something that people were just, like, they were just trying to be, like, it wasn't a perversion of what, you know, what's normal, this was their orientation, people are, okay, people are homosexual, that's like a real thing, and that's, that's what I'm here to say, basically, the whole, I just wanted to talk about this, because that's what I'm here to say, is that there are there are homosexual people, um, and it's so important to know that I'm, I know for like a lot of you listening, most likely if you got to my podcast, you probably realize that. And you're like, why is she even talking about this? Of course we know this. Um, but there are people, there might be one person or maybe one day in 10 years, there might be one person that might listen to this podcast and kind of realize, um, that this is like, this is for real. Like, like, homosexuality exists and um I'm also going to I'm starting a course um, an actual edu- educational um with you know a real institution a uh, course um, to become a certified healthy sexual um I guess you could call it um educator yeah educator um sorry the the course is not in English so like I kind of had to translate that in my head it took a minute um so as part of that I'm just trying to I guess jump start the work I just want to come out and um even before I've received all of my education come out and discuss things and um I do have sources um, for these things. So there is, um, sources of, of this article, um, all credits go to the Trevor Project, and, um, that's the trevorproject.org, and the studies, uh, the first study about what conversion therapy is, um, the statistics of, of the amount of people, um, have been subjected to conversion therapy. That's by the UCLA Williams Institute, and the second, um, the second source is the American Psychiatric Association. They're the ones that determined homosexuality was not a mental illness. Um, and the third thing I wanted to say was, in addition to conversion therapy's flawed foundation, no credible scientific study has ever supported the claims of conversion therapists to actually change a person a person's sexual orientation. So on the contrary, a two thousand seven report by an American Psychological Association task force found that the results of scientifically valid research indicate that it is unlikely that individuals will be able to reduce same sex attractions or increase other sex sexual attractions through um sexual orientation change efforts. In fact, Dr. Robert Robert Spitzer, whose research had previously been misused to support conversion therapy, has retracted his original claims, stating that data regarding conversion therapy has been misinterpreted and that there is no conclusive evidence for its effectiveness. So the dude, well he's not just a dude, Dr. Robert Spitzer, whose research was um misused to support conversion therapy, he himself has retracted his original claims. So guys, this is like a big thing. Um that is the sec that that was the other thing, the third thing that I wanted to say, that in addition to its flawed foundation, there is no actual credible scientific study that supports the claims of conversion therapists. So that's like a big thing. When there's not when something is not scientifically proven um And there's no evidence that something works, Um, especially if they're using emotionally, I would call it harmful and physically harmful um, means to do a specific kind of therapy when it's not proven um, that it works and it's actually proven that it's harmful. This is dangerous stuff. Like I wish I could just you know, like, this is not just something that I can be part of about, be, um you know, neutral about, because this, this is something that's harmful. And that's the next, that's the next uh, thing that I want to say, is that um, people are, might ask, is conversion therapy harmful? So yes, 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 it actually is harmful. And what are the risks of conversion therapy? So the risk of conversion therapy, um, they go far beyond, the risks are more than it just being ineffective. Um, and the time and the money, and I would also say the emotional um, investment that are wasted on quote-unquote therapies that don't work. um Besides, for all of that, the American Psychiatric Association has clarified that the potential risks of reparative therapy are great. Okay, um, and I've I've heard many you know testimonies of people that have undergone uh, conversion or reparative therapy, um, and and they I, I've heard them say the same thing that the potential risks of reparative therapy are. Uh, include depression anxiety self destructive behavior um, since therapist alignment with societal prejudices against homosexuality may reinforce the self hatred um, that the patient is uh, has is you know already experiencing the self hatred that he's already experienced by the patient um, <laughs> reinforce you know um this feeling of depression and so the pan-american health organization a regional office of the world health organization the who concluded that conversion therapy lacks medical justification and it represents a serious threat to the health and well-being of affected people conversion therapy amplifies the shame and stigma so many lgbtq young people already experience parents who send their child to conversion therapy and feelings of family rejection and disappointment and risk seriously fracturing their relationship with their child. In a study by San Francisco State University, lesbian gay and bisexual youth were rejected by their families and caregivers due to their identities were nearly six times six times more likely to report high levels of depression more than, and more than eight times more likely to have attempted suicide when compared to youth from accepting and affirming families and caregivers. And that is what I want to say today, is that I'm like speechless because this is heartbreaking, okay? LGBT people who are rejected by their families and caregivers due to their identities were nearly six i'm saying it again because this is a huge deal they were nearly six times more likely to report high levels of depression and more than eight times more likely to have attempted suicide when compared to youth from accepting and affirming families and caregivers few practices hurt lgbtq youth more than attempts to change their sexual orientation or gender identity all youth deserve a climate in which they are loved and embraced, okay, so, um, this is what I'm here to say today, I am here as just a new, another human being, um, I, it breaks, it, it, it's so sad to me that, um, that people are still going through conversion therapy, I know that there was this guy doing it underground in Israel, um, I don't know if he still does it anymore, Um, and (coughs) I'm sure there's more than one because I know, I know uh, there are many people that are very conflicted because being Orthodox and, you know, reading the Torah or the Bible, it's not, first of all, it's not easy to be LGBTQ And to stay orthodox because of all the different questions it raises um, in orthodoxy and um, in the connection with the community surrounding um, people that come out. It's not simple. Um, And I'm not here as a rabbi and I'm not here as, you know, all I'm here to do is to raise awareness about the issue And to just get this conversation started and um, to just bring up, um, bring up this subject because even in the media recently (laughs) um, there was a big political figure that kind of, of, I I would say that he's just, he was uneducated in the, the, the topic of conversion therapy and he mentioned that he thinks it works and just if there are parents that heard or actually um, look up to this political figure and he did his advice which he, I truly and honestly believe it came from a place of you know uh, misinformation and he was misguided um, when he said that this therapy works Um, And then the day after he retracted his statement, uh, if it was for press, I don't know what it was for, but um, then he retracted his statement and he said that he was educated by the LGBTQ community in Israel and um, he now understands that it was wrong, but he said, I'm only saying that because I don't want to get in trouble and people will be like, blah, blah, why are you putting this person into this conversation? But the only reason why I'm saying it is because I just want there to be dialogue. I want us to discuss this and... Realize that loving and accepting our children, um, is, can truly save their life. Um, children that are accepted, youth that are accepted and embraced and loved by their families, their, their, their people around them, um, being accepted it it, it it lowers the chance of a youth that is going through this. It lowers the, the, the suicide rate. So we need to save lives. We need um I can't stand idly by and just pretend that this issue doesn't exist. And so that's what I'm here to do. And I might sound like an angry feminist and that's okay. I am definitely Okay, it's sounding like that. Um, Those who know me (laughs) will know I'm just like a very ordinary person. Um, Mom, I work, I have two kids, (laughs) and I'm an ordinary. Um, I would call it like I have the privilege of of being an ordinary person who is accepted in society. And um, yes, I've gone through some crazy things, but I... I am a part of society and I have a job and I'm able to talk about this. So I feel like it's so important. Um, If you feel like anyone could benefit um, from this discussion, feel free to share it with them. Um, Thank you so much for joining me tonight or today, this morning, wherever you are. Um, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Um, And wherever you are, you know. I am so happy you've joined this podcast, whether you're Jewish, not Jewish, orthodox, not orthodox, feminist, um misogynist, whoever you are, welcome to my podcast. um this is Karen with um and this is my second episode Musings of an Honest Mom. Thanks so much. I wanted to publicly thank Torah in Motion for um, the dedication that they have to the Orthodox LGBTQ community and for their panel discussion uh, that's called the LGBTQ community and Orthodoxy it's a panel discussion and the panelists um, included Rabbi Steven Greenberg, Ishaya Grossman, moderator Dr. Elia Malamud, Carol Seidman and Dr. Marshall Kornblum, and Rabbi Chaim Rapoport, Um Their insight and their they have educated me um, to a whole nother level when it comes to this subject. So I truly appreciate it. I'm so grateful, um, as well as the Trevor Project, uh, 50 Bills and 50 States Project. Um, that's the trevorproject.org got a lot of my information from them, them as well and for the interesting documentary by vice breaking the law with gay conversion therapy it's a three-part i guess uh series um all of this contributed to this episode tonight really appreciate it see you guys next time bye